Welcome to the channel. Today's video is going to be a continuation of the Scientology spy files. This is going to be video number six in a series. And um, just to recap, what we've covered so far is I started posting some stuff on the internet after working at the Scientology headquarters for 15 years. Um, and they're starting to freak out about these things. And they've sent some people to watch our house. Um, they've started collecting our garbage. My wife just had a baby. And now they've just contacted her. And now they're basically um, finding out that I'm still posting stuff on the internet. And now um, they're freaking out because some of the stuff I'm posting is pretty um, like information they don't want to have out there on the internet. So this next document that we're going to cover is basically for a few weeks I was not posting because Claire had the baby. And then um, after the baby came, I didn't have a lot of time to be messing around posting dumb shit on the internet. So um, once uh, once we kind of got settled in and everything was good and we figured out the whole new kid thing, then uh, I started getting back to some posting. So this is the next document in our series. So let's get right to it. So this document is sent on March 6th. Now, up until this point, all of the documents that had been being sent up from Los Angeles from the Office of Special Affairs, which is Scientology's spy wing that uh, keeps track and uh, hires private investigators and collects the garbage of ex-members, um, all of the documents had been going from a girl named Kirsten Catano, now Pedersen, who was the external security chief. Now, this new document here is coming from the deputy commanding officer of OSA Ent. So in Scientology, when you're doing something and you're the one reporting up, and then um, the next document that comes up comes up from your, one of your highest bosses, um, that usually means that you done screwed up. So something happened to Kirsten. And she's not the one sending up this report. And also, because these postings are very, uh, I'm posting some, um, some seriously like um, sensitive information on the internet about Scientology and their different operations. I'm talking about um, people that passed away at the international headquarters, um, their, their lack of security, um, possible flaws in their security at different locations. Um, there's a lot of stuff in here that they're kind of now they're a little they're freaking out a little bit. And not only that, but in the you'll see in the very head of the document, the um, person is like saying, I'm reporting up on this um, and I'm going to send it to you before I start getting in touch with other people to figure out if we've got problems we need to solve. So we'll get right to it. So this document is it says at the top confidential eyes only March 6, 2006. And it's to WDC OSA, which is the Watchdog Committee Chairman or the Watchdog Committee Member for the Office of Special Affairs. He's basically like the person that's in charge of um, the spy and all the intelligence and the public relations of Scientology internationally um, from the super, super high headquarters position. And it's from the Deputy Commanding Officer OSA Int. Re, BFG, Dear Sir, there have been some further postings from BFG in the last 24 hours attached to the bottom of this com. 
That just means communication. Due to the nature of the data, I wanted to send this to you first before doing any direct string polling with gold security. Um, gold is referred to as Golden Era Productions. That's the uh, that's basically the same thing as the Int Base. Golden Era Productions is the Scientology's media production uh, facility at the time in the middle of the desert, and that's also where the international headquarters of Scientology are. They're also located at the same property. The analysis we have done on BFG, based on the data we have, is directly below. Still points to Mark Headley, probably in collusion with, I'm just going to say blank. I'm not, this person is not going to be listed in any of these documents. It is clear that we urgently need a line into Mark Headley to fully determine if this is him or not. This is being debugged so we can get some intel. Okay, so basically... What's happening at this point is that they've got people watching the house. They've got, they're buying our garbage or, or collecting our garbage and they have eyes on us and ears on us, but they have no useful intelligence whatsoever. Um, they've talked to a few of my friends so far and no one is really playing ball with them. And they're kind of, they're basically, since all of these documents have taken place, they are no closer to just to figuring out who this blown for good person is and how do we stop him. We want to have Kirsten meet with Eric G and Matt and confront them on what they are not telling us. Or uh, Sorry, I'll read that again. We want to have Kirsten meet with Eric G and Matt and confront them on what they are not telling her as these two are connected into Mark and Blank and must know more. The indicators we have are we know Blank was at the Burbank get together three weeks ago and Eric was there but didn't tell Kirsten about this. We know from Claire that Eric hooked Blank up with Mark for work. We learned from Special Collection that Blank and Blank recently purchased something from a new company Matt is trying to start up, Blank, and he didn't tell Kirsten this. Kirsten would confront them on the data on BFG and get them to tell her everything that they know or have heard that could possibly relate to this, making it clear that what BFG is doing is completely suppressive, and whoever this is will be found out anyway eventually. Not to mention, whoever this is, they are violating the hell out of any documents that they ever signed. Okay, so basically, they have, it looks like from this document, they have at least two or three people that are friends of mine that are giving them some information, but these people haven't been telling them anything that would confirm that I'm this person that they're trying to figure out. And also, uh, these people, like I have, I would have... I would have parties with people that were declared suppressives and we would call them SP parties. And basically Scientology, I figured this out very early on, Scientology focuses very, very heavily on disconnection. So when they kick somebody out of Scientology, they make sure that person can't talk to anybody. And what I found is if you connect these people together and you share stories and you figure out what happened to you and what happened to them, and you find out that it, you weren't the one that was crazy. All the things they were telling you that were wrong with you, they told the exact same thing to all these other people. And so you basically, you, you quickly find out and, and anyone who is in some kind of mind, um, 
some basically uh, confused about what happened with all this time they spent in Scientology. When you start talking to other people, it becomes very clear that Scientology is the thing that's messed up, not you. And also that you weren't wrong for leaving because all these other people left for very similar reasons in most cases. And uh, and most of it's because of the abuse and just the basically it is a horrible place to live and work. And um, and and you can find out from anybody who's been declared a suppressive, they'll tell you pretty much the exact same thing. Okay, so basically they're at the point where they're they're starting to freak out a little bit because the spies that they do have are not telling them what they want them to tell them. And there's stuff going on and there's get togethers happening and they're getting no intel from those things. Okay, so then it says. um, Here we go. Recap of our earlier BFG analysis. The poster gives no data about specifically where they worked, says they are providing data about the base mostly from the years 2004 and 2005, but also gives some data going back to the late 90s and early 2000. Aside from the dates provided, there are a few clues that the date the person that date the person, such as the mention of the Ron Sr. ticket cycle on the highway, mid-December 2004, and a mention of TDV, that's Tom DeVocht, as though he is still there. Tom DeVocht left in April 2005. Per gold security records, the people who left the Sea Org around this time, between December 2004 and April 2005, were Mark, Claire Headley, Gary, Carrie, and Jimmy. Now, that's another kind of crazy thing is that usually there were people that left the imp base or escaped the imp base on a pretty regular basis, like maybe every few months or every, you know, a few times a year, people would leave they disappear or they just go, they just be gone and nobody would say what happened to them. Most of the time, you knew, okay, they escaped because otherwise they wouldn't, they're not really going out and telling everybody, oh, this is how this person escaped. Anyway. In the period from December 2004 through most of 2005, it was like a mass exodus. I think 20 people escaped, um, were kicked out, refused to do anything until they let them go. There was a lot of people that basically just were like one after the other, leaving, 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 leaving. Okay. So. So they basically just narrowed down the people that left in this little window of time that would maybe know some of this info, but wouldn't know the later info. We do not believe this is Gary, as we have some data about him having not been willing to connect up with Chuck Beatty. Chuck Beatty is another person that used to be at the Authored Services and at the Int Base. Um, Authored Services is the publication um, arm for L. Ron Hubbard that is uh, uh, staffed by C organization members. Um, Chuck Beatty was also um, declared and th- he, they, they try to use him as a person to get in touch with because he, they know he's in touch with people on the internet and that he's posting on the internet on a regular basis. Um, we do not believe this is Gary as we have some data about his having not been willing to connect up with Chuck Beatty a few months ago when Chuck tried to get him in calm, and he also would not have known half this data. We have come up with Mark Headley as a likely suspect for the following reasons. He could have known many of the datums noted in these postings that relate to the base. One specific in the postings was that BFG said he knew Pat G in 1984, which would have 
would have been when Mark was only 11 years old. His sister was spoken with and said that they did know Pat in 1984 as they lived right across from CCN and used to see him then. Pat was at CCN in 1984. Okay, now this just gives you a little glimpse into a situation that's actually happening behind the scenes, which is not in the documents. And that is, as soon as I posted anything on the internet, they sent a report up to OSA and then, or to RTC, and David Miscavige, they said, oh, it's Mark Headley. And David Miscavige said, no, it's not. It's not Mark Headley. It can't be Mark Headley. And the reason it can't be Mark Headley is because he's talking about this Sea Org member that has been in the Sea Org for like 25 years. And he's saying he a story that happened with this Sea Org member. And Mark was 11 years old when that story happened. Well, obviously, I joined the Sea Org when I was 15 years old. So how could I know about a story of some old Sea Org member? So basically, the OSA guys... And WDC OSA, which was Mike Rinder at the time, they were like, it's Mark Headley. And David Miscavige was like, no, it's not. So almost all of the documents that are happening now for probably a few weeks are basically trying to convince Dave Miscavige that this person who's posting on the internet is me. And he doesn't believe them. <laughs> okay. Okay, so yeah, it says... Uh, that my sister said that we did know Pat in 1984 as we lived right across the street and that this guy was at that organization, which is right across the street from where we lived in 1984. Search of the international data files found Mark using the word friggin in one report. And this is a specific term spelled the same way used by BFG. Mark also used the word badass, which is another term BFG uses. Note, Jimmy Yo was also looked into as a possible suspect. He too uses those terms, however, didn't know Pat G in 1984, and BFG said he did. This is insane. So they literally searched all the writings that I did and this other dude did, and somehow... We both use those two terms, friggin' and badass. But because he didn't know that other dude, he, he's off the hook. Um, there's also, I posted a bunch of stuff about, um, about information th uh, that occurred in meetings that happened with David Miscavige in my posts on the internet. And the next sentence explains that. It said, Mark would have attended meetings. He has done nothing on his steps. That's the A to E steps we covered in the prior video. I think it's either it's in video four and a little bit of five where we cover the A to E steps. He has done nothing on his steps and has come up with several recent BIs. BIs are bad indicators. Contacting Marcy Sargent on February 14th to tell her that her son Trevor was not doing well a year ago and she should let him know he, Mark, would give him a place to stay if he ever left. Contacting Claire's mother on February 18th and trying to get her to come see the baby at the hospital and Claire's not calling Kirsten back. Kirsten did finally reach her, but only after some TR3. TR3 is just trying to get the person in, in communication over and over again until they start to communicate with you. Um, okay, so let's recap on this. So I did call that lady who her son used to work for me, and I basically knew this guy was going to escape eventually. And when he did, if he needed to, I'd give him a place to stay, help him get a job, all that kind of stuff. 
And then the other person we called, I called specifically, was my wife's mother. When our child was born, I, I called to let her know that Claire was okay, the baby was okay, and if they wanted to, they could see their, um, their first grandchild. And um, she hung up on me. She didn't even say one word. She literally answered the phone. I delivered that message and click, she hung up. Um, they have still not met our children to the, her, Claire's mother and stepfather have never met our children to this day. Okay. The other clue is that BFG ceased posting on 17 Feb and MH would have been tied up with a new baby from the 18th forward. Ooh, see, they're putting the pieces together here. Even though they already knew it was me from the beginning, this is just, they're basically trying to put, come up with anything they can do that is going to convince David Miscavige that I am the person that's posting. Okay, so um, that's where we got so far. So basically, um, f so far we've got um, collecting garbage, they got people watching the house, private investigators or Sea Org members from the Office of Special Affairs. Um, they're trying to get, they've got two or three spies that are working me that aren't coming up with enough data. And they basically need to come up with something right away. And they're putting the, they're putting the heat on that. So that's today's video. Um, if you haven't subscribed, please do so. Um, we're trying to beat Scientology, hashtag beat Scientology, and get more than 80,000 subscribers by March 13th, which is L. Ron Hubbard's birthday. We're going to give him the present of the most subscribers between us and Scientology. Um, and so if you're watching this video, please share, please like, turn on the bell notification if you want to um, be notified. I do live streams at least once or twice a week. And uh, we've got a ton more videos coming out on the Spy series. So until next time. 